Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Welcome everyone to the Hardcore Mike Talk with your host Corey and Mike. Please enjoy. Yo, 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 Mike, what's going on with you, man? Hey, Corey, what's up with you? Yeah, but I uh, I had a question. We were talking um, the other day and before we released the other uh, podcast and uh, to continue to be continued and everything. And I want to talk to you about All the right. thing where Biden said he urges private employers to require COVID vaccinations uh, for their employees. I wanted to know, how did you feel about that in your own opinion, like where the government is kind of like in a roundabout way? encouraging large private companies to mandate uh, vaccinations for their workers saying that um, I, I'm because basically they're arguing that the, um, the, the existing requirements that the administration has put in place have proved effective against the, the fight against COVID-19. How do you feel about this? Make it a mandatory for employees. To me, uh, it's kind of a, a tough situation that to mandate something like that uh, because we are free in this country. That's what the United States of America is free freedom. We're, we're about a country where, uh, you know, you can be openly gay. You can go out into the middle of the streets and you can say F you about the president and you're not shot <laughs> by the government like a dog. You know what I mean? You know, we, we live in a country where we have freedom. You know, and then for a health crisis like COVID to hit, yeah, I'm kind of mixed on it because to me, I, I haven't got the vaccine myself, and I'm I'm an anti-vax person, and uh, I, I believe it's you know healthy people make choices. You get sick, you know, uh, I don't know, I don't know. It, it, it's very difficult for me to make a decision on this because. I think that you shouldn't be forced to do something in a country that you're free. We're free in this country. This isn't Korea, North Korea. This isn't a place where the government can, you know, knock on your door and force you to take a needle in your arm. So they shouldn't allow companies, but you know, they do it anyway. You know, I mean, you know, people get uh, convicted felon, you know, and how many times does that stop me from getting a job? Companies are allowed to use that as a way of stopping my employment with them. You know, so it's yeah. just another way for, you know, uh, companies to lock out people they don't want. Oh, you don't have the vaccine. Well, you can't work for us. You know, eventually if that happens, that's what's going to happen, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But for the government to turn around and, and, and mandate and say, hey, listen, you know, like they're doing in the military, forcing people to take the vaccine or firing them and kicking them out of the military. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. These people are putting their lives on the line right? yeah. <laughs> to protect my freedom. Right. Yep. You know, so uh, they shouldn't be forcing in anything. We're, we're the country of, of the free. If, if, if I'm going to take the choice to put myself and people around me that I love at risk, then that's my fault. If anybody gets sick or if I get sick from the coronavirus, you know what I'm saying? That that's my choice. Yeah. You know, we all get a, that's your choice. We all get a, a, a yeah, we all get a choice to, to, to walk across the street when the light's green, you know, or, or, or red, uh, <laughs> or, red or red or whatever you want to say, or, you know what I mean? Or get up and go to McDonald's and get a Sasha McMuffin in the morning. This is the United States. We can do what we want. You know, we shouldn't be forced into anything, you know? Yeah. I think, uh, do you know some reasons why people have people talk to you about it and why they haven't, uh, received it yet? Have some other people told you? Any I, I haven't got it just for the fact that, you know, I, I don't like to call myself a conspiracy theorist, mm-hmm. but I just, I just think the whole thing is fishy ever since day one with the coronavirus. I, I think this whole thing was set off by governments and powers from across the world as a, as, as a form to, to get a president out of the, out of the, out of the presidency. Yeah. I, I think it was all a rigged election. But I don't want to get into that. Yeah, we are, we're not here for that. Stuff, you know? I just wanted because your take that, on it. because, you know, And I think people would like to hear it. That's what this is. It's a podcast. You know, want to hear what we have to say. But right. I don't want to get into that because, no, you know. We're not here for that there's, one there's, anyway. So. Yeah, there's all kinds of outlets. And, you know, and I don't want to make people think I'm a weirdo or something like that. But, right. um, 
There's so many people I talking about it anyways. Very, yeah. <laughs> from the very start, there was something very fishy about it, you know, and, and, and then all of a sudden this here take this shot in your arm, you know, and then people that have the shot are having to get another shot. You know, <laughs> oh the first one wasn't good enough. Now you have to get another shot and then people are dying from the first shot and all this. I mean it's just wow, it's like, you know, if I'm gonna risk myself and my family, then let me risk myself and my family. If if we get it if anybody else in my family wants to get the virus and the protection, let them get the the vaccine and let them get the protection. But me and myself, I have to live with the guilt. If I was to get somebody sick, then whatever, you know, but you know, we this is a vaccine that you have to take a test to even know if you have it. You get what I'm saying? Or or, or, or sickness that you have to take a test to even know if you have it. Yeah. So and what is this? Seventy five to ninety percent of the people that are in the hospitals dying from this are obese and smokers and, and, and you know and bad health to begin with and elderly, you know what I'm saying? So I think if you a relatively healthy person, you shouldn't be forced into taking something that, uh, you know, that, get a job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think you're right about some of those things which we're saying that, uh, you know, it's people's choice. And that's the beauty of being in a, a country like the United States is that, so basically it's our choice to do what we want with our body, but they, they love throwing in the media saying, Oh, but you have to protect your loved ones and the people around you. Do it for them. It's like, but what if they don't want it either? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know. So as I go a, to the grocery stores, yeah, and I see like elderly people that are 80 years old walking around without masks on. And I'm like, hey, man, if this guy doesn't care, yeah, if he's yeah. 80 years old, the person that's, you know, quote unquote, the, the one of the sick ones or one of the ones that are going to get sick from this. Right. And he's yeah. walking around without a mask on. Why do I have to walk around with him? You know, <laughs> come on, man. I mean, you know, they, they, uh, some people too, uh, but you know what I, the issue I have is a lot of people that try to criticize people that don't get it. They call them conspiracy theorists and things like that. And I don't think that's the case. I think just some people are kind of skeptical about the government putting a, a, a vaccine in their body that they wouldn't otherwise take anyways. Uh, yeah, like you mentioned, I was in the military. Yeah, did I get the the COVID vaccine? I got the um, I got the Moderna one. My wife got the um, the the Pfizer. My son and daughter got it as well. So I want to say that we got it, but then, like you said, a couple months after you get it, like three or four months after you get it, they're saying, "Hey, now we have boosters." It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. slow down. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like I already I already did my due diligence and got the shot. I got my family vaccinated, and now you're telling me that we have to, we may have to take not this enough, booster. Dude. Yeah, it's not enough. It's like I went in, I went in twice to get the shot. My wife went in twice to get a shot, and so did my kids. And now you're saying there's a third time when yet there are people out there that haven't gotten vaccinated, and now you're talking about boosters. And uh, I just. I think it's a big history. For example, I don't know if you remember, but back in the early 1900s, like 1940s and things like that, they had that Tuskegee, Alabama, right? The Tuskegee experiment where it was a very, very, now I'm not saying this is for everybody, but it was a, it was a, a situation back in Tuskegee where they did the, the Tuskegee experiments where the, in which they had black people, they were mistreated by the medical system. Right. And they were mistreated because they were running these, uh, these, these tests on these people. Now, now I'm not saying everybody knows about that, but there are some people that are skeptical about what the government is doing because they're running tests. And it seems like, Oh no, here we go again. Like the Tuskegee experiments where they took all those black people for, for example, um, a lot of them were wronged because uh, in 1932, right, they, the study did a syphilis on uh, 600 black men from Alabama in this Tuskegee ex- experiments, right? And the, pers- and the participants, all 600 black men, mostly, I, I believe, is saying they were given like the false uh, pretenses about the experiment. And when penicillin became available at that time and uh, for the treatment of diseases in, in the 47, 1947, right? None of the men received treatment for it. <laughs> they, they pretty much died. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they had the uh, the penicillin uh, vaccination or the penicillin um, treatment for them, they still let these guys just die after they gave them these false pretenses of what the studies they were doing on these 600 black men. 
You know what I'm saying? So they'd be like, oh, no, it's nothing. We're, we're, uh, you know, like I said, the false pretenses. So I'm not saying everybody's like that and everybody's trying to do it. But I mean, when you do that, it's kind of give you flashbacks like, oh, hell no, you're not experimenting my body like that. You know what I mean? But Tuskegee yeah. is a problem. Also, access. Yeah. Don't you think sometimes it could be that? In my opinion, I think access. Some people don't have a car. Some people can't even leave their homes for the most part. They probably get food shipped to them, everything like that. So, and once again, it's not everybody, but a lot of things. It's lack of a uh, lack of access is what I'm trying to say. Like the the states, uh, the media boom. Uh, they'll they'll shout to the top of their lungs and everything, and they'll say, "Hey, we we have COVID vaccinations for everybody if they come down and get it." But yet, it's on the other side of town where a person that's living in um a Section Eight projects or something don't have access or know anybody with a car that can get them out there, or they might not have the proper proper documents to get that stuff. So I think that uh, causes problems sometimes. A lot of people in the media, you know, as well, uh, people that you talk to, they think it's a conspiracy. Like you mentioned earlier, they think it's not a real threat. And I'm not talking about Donald Trump. I'm talking about people really think this. Some people think it's side effects. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Well, you know, just today on TikTok, I uh, seen a video pop up and it was just showing mostly teenagers. And it was like 16, 15, 17, 18. And then it would show a couple, you know, 30, 40 year old people. But it kept showing these face after face after face saying, death from vaccine, uh, uh, Pfizer vaccine, death from Moderma vaccine. This person died from, you know what I mean? And it was showing all these people just a list of all these, like, and mostly like these young kids just dying after getting the uh, vaccine, you know? And I was just like, wow, you know? It, 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 it's crazy to think how powerful the internet is in comparison, you know, like before back when, uh, I guess, what was it? I'm not very educated on this, but I think one of the last major vaccines that the country, uh, took was what polio. Yeah. I'm correct or something. Right. We're like, you know, back, like with, was it 19, Eleanor, uh, like Eleanor, 19, right? Franklin, 10, Franklin something like that. Roosevelt. Something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, it was a long polio. time ago. And, you know, this is a time back before the Internet, you know, and um, I honestly believe that, like, especially what you were talking about, like the tests that were done on those black men and different things that were done back in the past. The Internet is never going to allow stuff like that to ever happen again, in my honest opinion. That stuff is never, ever, ever going to happen again from this point on. Mm -hmm. The Internet's just never going to let it happen because think about it. In today's society, if you were going to have a place let's say even in the down South somewhere hidden someplace where 600 black men were being tested on with some kind of vaccine, right? That would be blown up on every TikTok, YouTube channel, Twitter, Facebook, everybody would be talking about it. There'd be people rallying outside of the place. There'd be, you know, uh, riots and people out there with gear ready to, you know what I'm saying? It's like the internet just blows up any kind of violence or destruction or testing or any kind of weird crap. And see, what's going on now, though, is you get the president, you get the, you know, I just got, I thought I saw a video of Biden the other day, oh, you know, getting his booster shot, you know, live on TV or something like that. You know, how do we, that's just, how do we know it's just not saline, man? You know what I mean? How do we know that you're, <laughs> you know, all right? How do we, how do we know that you're getting a, a booster shot? How do we know, you know, you're not getting your, you know, uh, uh, a B, a vitamin B shot so, you know, you can remember your sentences when, you know, when you're, giving your next speech or something, you know, I don't know. But, yeah, no doubt. Yeah. 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 I agree with you on that. Um, that could have been a saline shot or something like that. Uh, but I mean, I, on national TV, I don't know, but it is pretty funny. Like, is that supposed to encourage people to go out and get it? Uh, maybe it will some, but I mean, uh, for the majority has their, t uh, their mind made up. Right. Yeah, I know. It's funny though, the media just it, it, how it posse turvy it is with everything. I just saw a commercial for, I think it was something here local in Colorado where it was just showing like snippets of like different things going on, and it was showing kids for a split second. It was showing children back in school, right? And the kids were all wearing masks as they're walking around their school. Okay, during this, it's a short little thirty second commercial, like Nine News, Colorado, and it was just showing you know like Denver's, you know, and it was showing the little split second of kids in high school walking around with masks and then in the next section of the commercial 
it's showing the nightlife of Denver and it's showing all these people like in a dance club, right? And it's like packed shoulder to shoulder on the dance floor in a club and nobody's wearing a mask, right? And they're yeah. all packed. And I, even, and I even, I was sitting there, I was watching television with my mom and, 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 and Cal. We were eating dinner and I looked at her and I go, mom, I said, rewind that for a second. I said, did you just see that? I said, this is how messed up the media is. Right? They want to freak everybody out. Look at this, right? This whole commercial right here, the only time you see people wearing a mask is when it's got kids going back to high school or going back to elementary school, right? And then, then the same commercial, it's showing this lady going to a nightclub with 100 people out on the dance floor. Everybody's at the bar drinking and nobody's wearing a mask. And they're like six inches from their face. These persons in this dance club, like six inches from each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And nobody's wearing a mask. But a high school kid, they got to go to school with mask on? You know what I'm saying? It's sitting in school with mask on? This is ridiculous, man. Oh, go to school, you know, but you can go to a nightclub without a mask on and dance and sweat and scream and get drunk and lose your inhibition and start hugging on people and talking all it up in and, their and ears. Probably and probably doing other things. Is, right? Yeah, and probably you know doing saying, other right? things, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking and, and this is TV. This is the media. This is, you know, corporations putting this shit out on television. You know, and they're like, how, how, how confusing is that to people? You know, at least, or, or most people just subliminally just, don't realize what they're being fed, I guess, on television. I'm just thinking to myself, like, here they are showing you, oh, your kids got to go to school and wear a mask. But, you know, wow, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that is silly. I mean, they're showing a nightclub with people dancing in I'm there with no mask. I wish I, can remember, I wish I could remember what commercial it was for. If I, if I remember correctly, it was just like a quick nine news celebration to Colorado. You know how they do those, like, you know, out there, and, you know, they do those, you know, Las Vegas live you know, on the city, you know, they yep. show like different, you know, news channels, commercials, right? It was just yep. like that. Yep. And they were showing Denver's lifestyle at night. And they were showing this girl at a club and they're all dancing. And nobody's wearing a mask. And there's like a hundred people packed on a dance floor. But like two seconds earlier, you're showing kids that are sitting in a classroom all wearing masks. And I'm like, what the, <laughs> you know? That's crazy. Yeah. It makes you wonder if it's, it was a, it, was it a current video too? Like oh, the, yeah, it was the, the commercial the, I just saw, saw yesterday. Wow, know? wow, wow. Yeah, that's so we were eating dinner or something. I, mean, I, I don't know. It, just, it cracks me up because they just put so much fear and confusion into this. You know, first, you know, masks were good, then masks were bad, and now masks are good again. And, like, when I went to go to a comedy show, I took my mom uh, to a comedy show. Her birthday's uh, coming up, and I, I took her the other day in Boulder. We went to a, a, a cannabis comedy magic show really funny right called uh smoke is focus in boulder uh, yeah i and, bet you uh, liked that didn't you <laughs> oh it was hilarious the guy was great Ben zabin i think his name was the guy was great did a great show but uh the whole time we're sitting there wearing masks had to wear a mask the whole time right and i'm thinking what the heck it's like it's so uncomfortable you know and i mean uh, granted you know i was at the very bottom because we had the front row my mom actually went up on stage and pulled a nail out of the guy's nose. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, wow. But, uh, yeah, we're sitting there, right? And all of a sudden, the guy's uh, talking about a blockhead, if anybody knew what a blockhead was. And all of a sudden, he pulls out a four-inch nail and a hammer, and he walks over to my mom, and he gives it to her to examine it. And then he pretended like she's going to nail it into his nose, and my mom's like, oh, no, right? And then all of a sudden, he does it. And then all of a sudden, he says, well, I need somebody to pull it out. And he comes back, like, you know, a couple minutes later, and he gets my mom. I got it recorded, and my mom with the hammer pulls this nail out of his nose. Right. So anyways, right. I'm sitting and I'm thinking we're in the very front row and it's like, we're at the bottom of like a stadium style row of, uh, auditorium seats, you know? So the very people at the very top, if anybody did have Rona, it's all going to travel very, it's all going to travel downhill and we're at the very bottom. So I was like, we're doomed anyways. You know what I'm saying? So mask or no mask, you know, but yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> uncomfortable. You know, the, the, the fear, you know, it's like you have to have a mask. And then you get people that are so mentally ill because of this that they're driving in their cars by themselves with a mask on. I've seen that too. Or go bike riding. I seen a guy the other day, I'm out riding my bike. He comes up to me and he's got his, uh, you know, those guys, you know, they, they all want to be, they're all the businessmen, but they all want to be professional cyclists. Oh, they like Tour de France. Yeah, they all got the Tour de France pants on with their junk hanging out. You know what I mean, right? They got the hats backwards, those all aerodynamic and they're, tight-ass shirt, you know what I mean, right? You know, like they're going to go do the, the Tour de France or something, right? 
and a dude rolls up next to me with a mask on, riding his bike. I said, dude, are you serious? You're outside, brother. You know what I mean? That's what I told him. And he just looked at me and just rolled off. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're outside, bro. You're outside, man. You know, come on. Yeah, I, I, I want to add to that. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, I've seen, I haven't seen the cyclist do that, but I can imagine that it does happen. One thing I want to say is that the people, you're right, the people it's that... Um, Joe Biden doing it the other day, Corey. He was out riding, riding a, bike? a bike? with Yeah, he was out riding bikes with him and uh, some other people, and they're all wearing masks, man, riding bikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, are you serious, man? You're in nature. The thing I thought, Mike, was, uh, you know, uh, when the people are sitting in their car, like they're driving on the freeway and they either forgot to take off their mask or they're adamant about keeping this mask on because they're thinking like the filtration system, you know, the ventilation system through uh, their car. They're soaking up. That's what they're uh, that's what I was thinking. I was like, does this person really think like that? Maybe they do. I know. I'm like, I'm like, if that's the point, if you're, if you're, if you're worried about coronavirus sneaking in through your car while you're doing 65 miles per hour on the highway, you know, the molecules of the coronavirus are so powerful that they're just going to be floating around out there and they're just going to get sucked in through your radiator system and into the fan of your, <laughs> and into yeah. the blowers and into your vents and into your car. You know, and if that's the case, then, you know, um, then you better watch out because that's like a horror movie right there, man. You're turning into like a monster or something. Yeah, it almost really makes you want to think like maybe you shouldn't <laughs> drive at all then if you're going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, those people crack. I don't know. Maybe, you know, like that's what somebody else told me. Said, well, maybe they just forgot they got the mask on. And I'm like, well, how can you forget you got the mask on? Man, I can't forget I got the mask on. You know, it's like I put the mask on. And it's like all I keep thinking is I want this mask off, you know, the whole time. I want wow. this mask off. Yeah. You know? They're Actually, Mike, I, honestly, I've forgotten my mask. Yeah, they are they are uncomfortable, but I, I've forgotten to t- um, to take it in. Like one time, I was at the gas station, and there I went inside to pay, and I was like, because I wanted to pick up some water too, so I went inside to pay it, and uh, I walked up to the door, and I turned right back around. I was like, oh my god, I almost forgot about the mask. One guy came in behind me. Guess what? After I grabbed my mask, I went inside. One guy came in beside me. And this is pretty gangster what he did. He just grabbed the the collar of his shirt and put it over his face. <laughs> it was so I did cool. That at a, I did that out in California, man. I walked into a laundromat, right? And I was washing my clothes. This is when I was doing my van life. And I was out in California at the time. And I was washing my clothes and my mask. I had this like... Uh, I don't look like a, a bandana, but it was like a neoprene, stretchy kind of one of those mask type of uh, uh, mask, you know what I'm talking about, right? That, yeah. that I originally bought for when I rode my motorcycle. It was just to keep the wind from blowing my beard all over the place, right? And make me look like a badass, you know, kind of scurry on the bike, you know, right? Yeah, like a balaclava. So yeah, right, right. You know, I'm out there, you know, looking tough, right? So I had it in the wash and it's, it, and it's washing, right? All of a sudden, the woman that's working there, right, this Hispanic lady comes over because I walked up to her to go buy a Arizona tea or something, and she starts yelling at me about having a mask on, right? And I go, ma'am, I said, my mask is in the machine. It's being washed, right? And then she wanted to try to force me into buying a mask for $2.50, right? And I told her, I said, ma'am, that's illegal, ma'am. You can't force me into buying a mask from you. So I put my face, my shirt up over my face, and I said, ma'am, look, I'm covering up. Right. And she's yelling at me. I'm going to call that police, you know. Right. And I'm thinking, what the hell? So all of a sudden I walk out of the little snack bar once it's all said and done and I got my drink. And 20 feet away from me is, a, is a, another another guy sitting there with his kid and neither one of them had a mask on. And I'm oh thinking to myself my later. God. And I'm like, yeah, right. I'm like, look at these guys, lady. Right. I said, you're going to go yell at the kid. You know, I'm like, you know, people freaking out about this stuff. Yeah, you get what I'm saying, and I'm like, you know, if you're that scared, then don't open up your business to the public. You know, I would, I would especially agree in, with that as well. That's especially crazy. in a place where the mask mandate had been dispatched. You know, in California at that point, Newsom had, you know, the government had, uh, the governor there had taken the mask mandate in California, but certain businesses were still allowed to, you know, keep up the mask or don't come into our business type of BS. You know what I mean? You know, so now that's what Colorado's starting to sneak back to is everybody's got the mask on. And then it gets tribal 
because you got the maskers and you got the non-maskers. You know what I'm saying? And it's almost like and it's going to be like a civil war again. Instead of being the grays and the blues, it's going to be the mask and the no mask. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. <laughs> and you know what's funny? Think about this, Corey, right? Yeah. Think about this, man. Honestly, how come now that everybody, not now, not now so much because the mask regulations have eased up, but back in, tw- in 2020, man, when all this stuff was flying off the, you know, right, the handle, how come there wasn't a major spike in crime, right? How come banks right. weren't being robbed? How come more gas stations weren't being robbed? How come there weren't more help people being held up at ATMs? If everybody was wearing a freaking mask and criminals weren't able to be detected because everybody was wearing a mask, don't that seem like a perfect opportunity? But I yeah. could have sworn, man, all the time I watch television and I watch the news, I've never, been, never heard about banks being robbed. I never heard, and and I and my bank, I used to freak. I freaked out because you that you had to wear a mask when you walked in. They made you wear a mask in the bank. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I even told the lady, I said, I'm wearing a mask in a bank. You know what I'm saying? I said, yeah, in a bank. Something you get of all places. Your whole life, your whole life, ever since you were a kid watching Looney Tunes cartoons, right? Yep. You're you're taught not to wear a mask in a bank. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> you know that's not a good thing. You know, and uh, yeah. So I, I, I was just thinking, I was like, you notice that there was no, no major spikes, you know, like, I don't remember anybody saying, oh yeah, this bank got robbed, this armored car got robbed, this person was held up at the ATM, that gas station got knocked up, you know? Yeah. And everybody looked the same. They were all wearing masks. Everybody was wearing masks. You think it would have been a perfect opportunity, you know? Yes. Uh, I can see a number on his mask. This is KN95, uh, just like everybody else's. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. You know, it's so funny though. You, I, I seen a lady the other day online had a mask a video where she's got a mask that had the uh, LED lights on it that, that reacted to your, your mouth, uh, your, your speech. So when you would talk, yeah. the lights would light up. So it looked like it was moving. Your mouth was moving. Have you seen one of those masks before? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, it was so funny. This lady, it's a, it's a black mask. And then it's just like a, like a circle of LED lights. Right. And then as you move or as you talk, right. It, it, the lights make it look like lips moving. Right. So it makes it mimic your your speech pattern <laughs> as you're talking. Right. So the lady, her friends got the mask on and the lady's recording her. Right. And also she's talking to her and she she starts laughing. The woman who's got the mask on starts laughing and the and the mask is like mimicking her laughing. So the, it's like the mouth is opening like really wide, like a laugh, you know, and she's laughing and the mask is looking. Oh, man, I was cracking up. That's one of the funniest videos because I was like, what a great idea for this mask because it makes you laugh. It makes you look like it makes you look like you're talking when you're not talking when you're talking. You know what I mean? So people can actually see your lips moving. And when she was laughing, it was like mimic. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, yeah. that was so funny. I guess if so you're gonna funny. wear that mask, Mike, I, I guess you might as well have fun with it. I guess that's her uh, mentality. That's actually a good one. <laughs> well, the guy who came to uh, do some remodeling here at the house, uh, the handyman who came and did the uh, a paint job, he had a he had a mask. One of those neoprene, or I, I keep saying neoprene, but that really soft kind of stretchy material. You know what I'm talking about? That breathable material the mask made out of. Yeah, he had one I think it is neoprene, right? Yeah, he had a picture of his face. You ever seen those ones? No. Where you get your face, so when you put it up, it it just looks like the rest. It looks like your face, like where your mouth would be and stuff. You just get a picture of your nose and your face on it. So when you put the mask on, it just looks like your face because it's got a picture of your face on it. <laughs> I haven't seen so one the guy of those. Says, yeah, the guy said he wore it to the house. And he says, I have to wear this because I want people to know who I am as the handyman. He's coming to work at the house. So he doesn't want to freak people out with a mask on. Absolutely. So he got one with his, with his face on it, you know. Oh, it was pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Pretty good. My son, I bought my son and daughter some. And uh, so I have uh, uh, bought my son. He's bought these uh, Naruto. He likes this like uh, animation. It's called Naruto. And... And he, uh, I bought him, uh, it came in a three pack. I bought him some of those. So he likes them. And then my daughter got this, like, almost like a Hello Kitty kind of style, like a cat face on it, you know, with the whiskers and everything. And then the other one's like plain. And then I just use like a, like a Under Armour mask. I just use something that, uh, it's like a breathe easy kind of thing. It's like cooling on the inside so that it doesn't, um, so you, you know, cause sometimes if you wear that with glasses or sunglasses, your uh your glasses can fog up, 
So this one oh, yeah. alleviates that a lot. Yeah. I mean, it still works the same. It's still got a charcoal filter and it's actually, I, I think it's uh, probably uh, just as good or if not better than those, those KN95 masks because uh, it does have that charcoal filter. Some of the KN95 I wore didn't have any kind of charcoal filter or whatever it is, it, it, which makes it just thicker because there's so many layers. Now it's harder to breathe, like you said, but um, I'm, I figured we might as well have fun with it like that. But I, I never went that extreme, like the lady with the lights or the guy with his face. I think that's pretty, that's pretty good though. You know, it's pretty scary though. When you talk about that mask is, um, you know, the there's a video online of a guy, who is a painter, uh, and he actually has one of the painter-regulated uh, masks, you know, that's got the filter system and everything on it, you know, the ones that are supposed to be, I forgot, oh, there's a yes. certain mask yep, yep. That, that, that they said that you can wear that is supposed to be, like, medical grade. I forgot it's got, like, a name for it. It's got, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, the There's painter's masks have filters in yeah. it, so because of, uh, you know, a regular mask just won't do it. Yeah, they so- have to cut down on the fumes. So this guy's got this mask on, right? And he says, he's trying to explain. He goes, let me show you how, uh, he's basically anti-mask, right? And he says, let me show you how the coronavirus in wearing a mask is not going to help you, right? And he says, I'm a painter, you know, right? And he he says, he takes the mask off, the really heavy-duty construction one that they use to protect themselves from breathing in paint fumes and paint, right? He takes the mask off and he's got paint all on the inside of his face, man. He's still got paint mist how the paint went through the filter, the thick paint went through it and still got into his mask and into his face, right? He yep. says, he goes, this is why, he says, paint latex is thicker, heavier, and stickier than any coronavirus. And if anything is going to grip, paint's going to get stuck to it. And for paint to make it way, its way through the filter system of this mask and still make it to the guy's face, he says, how do you think these things are going to protect you? He says, how do you think a piece of cloth or a piece of paper on your face is going to protect you from the coronavirus. He says, this is made to protect my face from paint, and it still doesn't work to do it. You know what I mean? He says, how do you guys think that a little piece of paper on your face is going to protect you from the coronavirus? He's like, wake up, America. And then he says, pull your face out your mask. <laughs> no, no. Right? Yeah, and I was like, yeah. you, know, it's, it's, you know, it's true, man. You know, pull your face out your mask, you know? I agree no. uh, with some of that you're saying because it does make sense. Uh, if he has these heavy duty um, uh, painting grade, these uh, with these filters on it, and and they're meant to keep out all these heavy toxic fumes that can make you pass out. And that little paper probably isn't doing much more, right? Or the little cloth material is probably not doing much more. <laughs> it's much like better. it's like it, it's like a shotgun a shotgun against the chain link fence, man. It's not gonna. It's going to stop Absolutely. a couple, man, yep. but a That's lot a of good it's going to get through, you know? you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, Mike, so I got some more news for you, but I got a call yesterday around, I want to say around 3 o'clock in the, in the afternoon, right? So 1,500. Mm-hmm. And it was like, hi, this is such and such from Tesla. Your car will not be delivered tomorrow. Instead, we are uh, shooting for it to be delivered on the 13th of October. They they got me again, brother. They moved it again? Just the last time we talked? Yes. Remember the first time it was supposed to be on the 8th between 12 or between 10 and 12 p.m. So two hour window. And they were going to deliver <laughs> to my home. Then they said, no, we pushed it. Great news. Remember I told you that they said, great news. Your car is going to be delivered on the 11th. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. And then I went into the app and saw it and it said the 8th. And then I refreshed it. It said the 11th. And then they called me yesterday. Uh, They called me on Friday. Mm -hmm. They called me and said, hey, it's stuck in California. We're trying to get it on the transport, you know, i.e. the car carrier. And we're going to try to get it to you ASAP. We're shooting for the 13th. However, it might not be able, it might not be here on the 13th. They told me, I said, you know, I can drive to California in less than five hours, <laughs> you know, from here to LA, from uh, Las Vegas to LA. So I know you car carriers. Fly out there real quick and then pick it up and drive back. You yeah. Know? And they said they want to try to, they said they're, they're accustomed to delivering it at people's home. I said, no, because a person working, you know, for me, uh, when you're working, I took off, uh, uh, for example, I took off on the 8th, right? 
if a person is working, they take off on the eighth and then they uh, then they change it and reschedule and say, no, nah, I'm going to tell their boss, hey, I'm going to change it for Monday. Tesla's coming to drop off on Monday. It's going to be a whole day. So I have to take the whole day off. And now they call me on Saturday and say, uh, no, uh, it's not going to be till the 13th. And they're still unsure. They're still unsure because I guarantee it's not definitive. And now I, you have to call your boss again and say, hey, uh, about the 11th, I said the 8th at first. Now I said 11th. Now can I make it a 13th instead? So now you're just still shifting when they're making schedules for other people and everything. It's pretty annoying. So and then you I, get fired from your job and now you can't make. the Yeah. Anymore. And that's what I told. Uh, now, now the lady, <laughs> the lady on the phone. Now she has no say in it whatsoever. We know that. But that's how people do it. They take it out on those people. I, and I did not do that. I just said, look, I know it's not your fault. You're out here in Las Vegas at the Tesla dealership. I said, but you got to understand how frustrating this is with the lack of transparency. Now you guys are telling me this date, this date. But just just drop it off at the store is what I said. I said, just leave it at the Tesla dealership. Why are you so adamant about bringing it to my house? Leave it at the Tesla dealership. And guess what? When I get off, I go pick it up. You know, doesn't let, that make more let sense? Me ask you, well, let me ask you, do, uh, do Teslas have to be purchased in full or, or can people get loans on them and make payments like a, you know, like a regular car payment? Yeah, that you can make traditional payments like uh, and you can get a car, you can get a loan from your bank, anything like that. So maybe Elon Musk, man, realized, or maybe the just that Tesla dealership said, "Hey, we're delivering it to your house, so we know where uh, the Tesla's at. If you decide not to make your payments anymore, we know where to come and pick it up at." Oh, jeez, you know what I mean? That thing has you so know? many computers <laughs> in it; they already know where it is when you drive. No, I know that's awesome. right, exactly, right, exactly. You're probably best. Hey man, I seen a button, no joke, Corey. Right, I seen a, a video, man, the other day uh, where these people uh, were coming out of like a Home Depot or something, right? Yeah. And they said, uh, they said we we had our Tesla pick us up out front of Home Home Depot, and they got the camera, and all of a sudden they, they do something on their phone, right? And all of a sudden you literally see their Tesla back out of a parking spot, right? It's it's only about maybe a hundred feet down the lane, the lane of where they're standing in front of the store, so you can see their Tesla pull out with nobody in it. And then it pulls up, and it drives right up, and then and then, then it pulls up right in front of the where they're standing, right in front of them. It just pulls up like in front of the store, and just parks there, man. And then they get into the car, and all these people are standing there watching the stuff. Like I'm like, you can do that with a Tesla. Yeah, you can have it from a parked area, pull out, and come and pick you up in front of the grocery store. I was like, what are you kidding me, man? <laughs> yep, you sure can, man. It's crazy. Like, That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool right there. Yeah. Hey, have you heard of that? Uh, you, you. This is the first you ever heard of it, right? You're saying? No, well, that was the first time. Yeah. Oh, that, with the Tesla's doing like that. When, yeah. So. Well, the Tesla. I didn't, I didn't know. I know. I knew there was driverless capability with it. You know, you could be on the highway and then you could turn it on and then you could just like you know it, driver control like that. You know, but for it to pull out and then come and drive. Yeah. You know, a hundred something feet, man, and, and then turn and then pull up right in front of you. You know. Just yeah. by your phone, like it, it, it knows where you're at, by where your phone is. That's crazy. <laughs> Excuse me, that's crazy. You know. So there's two features, Mike. I, I want to tell you this real quick. There's two features about it. So you have autopilot, and you got full self driving. It comes with the autopilot, right? Where it'll help you, um, you know, drive. It's almost like a. It's almost like the cruise control, right? But it's yeah. a, it's a it's a cruise control on uh on steroids now the full self-driving is that feature but you want to know something funny tesla charges ten thousand dollars for that feature to implement that in your car because they're going to push it out there there's nothing to add to your car it's an it's uh probably another application that they push out over the wireless yes that but it's ten thousand dollars and i was like Ten thousand dollars for the full self-driving capabilities? I don't think so, because I don't think I would use it that much. I, I really don't need. If I'm two hundred feet, just think about that. You're you're uh, two hundred feet from your car, and you're so lazy to move your groceries that you tell it. <laughs> you know, I'd rather walk and get the exercise. <laughs> We've been doing it for uh, for hundreds of years, right? Or you know, over a hundred years. Like that movie, What's man? the problem? What was that movie? 
what was that movie man with the robot that was up in uh the the computer animation movie with the robot that's up in uh the pixar movie man where he's up in space and he, he's picking up trash and stuff oh know, wally uh, wally and he had a roach wally, as, right? a co- as a as a uh, yeah. a pet yeah, yeah he had a cockroach as a pet yeah remember all the people man they, all they those, were extremely like, over yeah everybody was all fat man and just getting pushed around <laughs> they were extremely robot. overweight because we got uh, so like, lazy well, then, isn't that isn't yeah. that what it seems like is going on nowadays too you got the push like of a car. button. You got your car that can do a full self-drive capability, but it can do more. But that that autopilot system is crazy on it. I mean, the, the here's the problem with it to me, Mike. I have to explain this to you because a lot of people who maybe listen to this podcast do not know that $10,000 only goes towards that car. So say in two years you sell that same Tesla. It doesn't carry over even though you already paid for that service. So they need to come out. I heard they're coming out with this too, that they're going to come out with a subscription plan for that autopilot, that full self-driving. Because mm-hmm. the full self-driving, it makes sense. Because what if you get two Teslas? Now you only can have it in one car after you pay $10,000. And then you only keep that car for a year. And now it doesn't transfer over $10,000. That's a... That's that's a lot of money to lose just for one year just to try this autopilot that you may not even this full self-driving. I'm sorry, the full self-driving feature. I, I don't know. The subscription would make more sense. So you pay X amount of dollars a month. And if you don't like it, you get a new car, um, a new Tesla or upgrade your Tesla to a, a, a larger size or something. It carries over with you because it's a it's a subscription as opposed to. Hey, here's ten thousand dollars. It doesn't carry. I know over. it's crazy. They're just pushing out a a, a a program. They're pushing out the application. So on the application, they're pushing they're pushing this stuff out this this data to make it full self driving because there's nothing to add to the car. So that's why I was like, you know, maybe it's, it's it might be a big file. Who knows? Because it is autopilot, right? Self driving, so it makes sense. But still, have you seen the one where it's got the two guys? where they're actually sleeping. They, they got blankets up on each other. One's in the passenger seat, one's in the driver's seat, and they're, like, sleeping. And all of a sudden, their car alarm, not their, uh, their their alarm on their phone goes off. And then the guy wakes up. The driver wakes up, and he sees that they're still driving on the highway, and he wakes the passenger up. He's like, oh, my man, it's time to get up. You, have you seen that video? I have never seen that video, and I, do, I probably don't want to see it because uh, <laughs> if I see it, I'll be thinking, scared, These maybe. guys are going, to, yeah, going down the highway with blankets like sleeping with blankets up on them man and they're like passed out in their driver's seat the other guys in the passenger seat and they're just passed out as the tesla's driving down the highway i don't and know I'm, I'm like whoa man are you serious i i really don't think i could do that that's too scary i mean you will there's a good chance you will probably never wake up again let's put it that way yeah i don't trust the technology <laughs> that much. not like that brother i mean I, I i can understand like the the feature that comes in all cars like a cruise control where you're not stepping on the gas or the brake is often you know what i mean you still have to pay attention one thing about that self-driving uh about that uh about that uh autopilot feature is that you constantly have to touch the steering wheel so you take your hand off and say you get a squig of uh water or something or juice or, or a drink and then you put your hands back on you're okay but say you take your hands off for a while and you start texting while it's doing that right it's going to keep bothering you to uh, put your hands back on the steering wheel because it, it has to have that, uh, I guess, that confirmation that, hey, so you're still paying attention. You didn't fall asleep at the wheel like this guy and his friend did in this video. That's why I'm like, what? No, I don't think so. Not for yeah, me. I know it's crazy. I wouldn't trust it, you know. It just is. It's, I don't think we're there yet. You know what I mean? This isn't iRobot with Will Smith. Remember that movie? Yep. Yeah, it's I, that's way that's further in the future to me. Um, I don't think we're there yet. I think we still got a lot of bugs to work out in it. So, what was that other movie I saw that was really good? Um, the guy. What happens in the movie is it's in the future. It's like in L.A. or something, and the guy is in a car like a smart car that it like it crashes or something and he gets like some kind of like uh upgrade or something to his body like computer upgrade to him or something like that where 
and he gets revenge on the people that tried to kill him or something like that. Have you ever heard of that or know what I'm talking about? Uh, no, that I'm not. Familiar to? Uh, uh, the only thing I would, the first thing came to mind to me was that movie, I robot with Will Smith or, um, or RoboCop or something. It might even be called upgrade. It might even be called upgraded or something like that. A movie like that. It's a really cool flick, but, uh, yeah, the guy gets like some kind of computer technology upgrade into him or something that makes him like superhuman or something. But in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, the cars are like that where they're self, self-drivable, you know, they're like, uh, in a dome, you know, like they kind of just sit in there and chill and relax and yeah, and the car just knows what to do and stuff. And, you know, or have you ever seen hot tub time machine, uh, part two? No, I never saw part two. Only saw the first one. Oh, was yeah, it good? They got cars that are, well, they got cars that are like emotional cars that run on emotion, you know, right? What? <laughs> on emotion? <laughs> yeah. So like, they're like, That's funny. They're, they're cars that you know, like there's an app where you could, uh, call for a car and also the car would just show up you need a ride kind of like an uber but it's like a car that's like alive so you talk to it and you're like hi car how are you and the car's like wah, wah. you know what i mean like it's like a live car and stuff you know <laughs> it was just funny I don't know. oh man wow that's crazy but um hey, do you have anything else for now uh, uh mike uh, um no, i just got like really nauseous all of a sudden i was um, here all of a sudden well, I think it's yeah, you uh, get like that feeling in your stomach, like all of a sudden something just hits you, like wow, that was crazy. I yeah, it's been a minute. What was it? Some you ate? No, I don't know. Just like all of a sudden, I just had a wave of. Hmm. Uh, you got yeah, some water by know. you. You got some water by you, bro. Yeah, I gotta get some. Uh, mm. I gotta get some. Yeah. yeah uh, you want to take a second, or are um, we can. Um, Actually, I think we'll call it quits here. But I, before we go, I did want to ask you a would you rather question. Oh, yeah. Knock yourself out. Yeah, wait for it. Okay, this is a good one, Mike. I, I think you get a kick out of this one. Would you rather always be itchy or would you rather always be sweaty? Oh, man. Sweaty. <laughs> I'd have to be sweaty. <laughs> You know, the only reason why because I'm thinking oh it's God, I just snorted constantly, in the phone, sorry. <laughs> well, constantly, yeah, right? Constantly itching to lead to, like, worse things, you know what I mean? Because anybody who's had a really bad itch or anything, you know, knows that you can keep scratching and scratching, and then eventually that scratch can get infected and start bleeding and cause all kinds of irritation because you scratch the heck out of it. And it sounds to me, if you were somebody who was itchy all the time, you'd be scratching a lot more than you needed to, and you could probably cause some irritation and do some weird things. Now, on the other hand, being sweaty all the time, you know, you start growing the mushrooms in your armpits and some black mold in your crotch, you know what I mean? So that could be a bad thing. Oh, my God. Did you just say? Did you just say? What was that? No, say that one more time. (laughs) You start growing mushrooms in your armpits and some black mold in your crotch, you know what I mean? That's the bad thing about being sweaty sweaty and humidity, you know what I mean, all the time, you know, but. Yeah, that is so funny, man. That is funny. He said mushrooms. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because, you know, sweating all the time, that's like humidity, you know? You know, the moisture build up, and that's not a good thing either, you know? That can cause irritations and rashes. Yeah, but I I guess I would probably be sweaty than itchy, you know? Okay. I hate scratching. Okay. Especially if the itch is in a place where you can't get to, like, your back or something. Your back, yeah, you're always rubbing your back on the corner of a wall or something. Do you remember, let me real quick, do you remember in Colorado, Corey, a few years ago, remember they had the, uh, they called them the the balloon boy incident? Do you remember that when that happened live on television, man? It was national news, man, where the, where the father said his son was up in like a, it was like a big silver balloon and it was flying across the, the, the sky in Colorado, man, and everybody was freaking out because they all thought the kid was in there. And then um, they come to find out that it was all a big fake thing, man. The the dad had the kid like down in the basement, man. He was just doing it to gain popularity and stuff. Do you remember that? Uh, no, to... I don't remember. You don't remember this. that? No, no. Oh, you gotta you gotta look that up. It's called a balloon boy. Balloon balloon boy, man. Yeah, because uh, it was a it would happen here in Colorado, man. They were from like uh 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 Carl or something. I forgot where they were here in, in Colorado, and the the balloon was going up, and the dad called and said that his son had called into it, and then the balloon it took off, and it was like this silver balloon that was flying through the sky and the kid was in there and helicopters were chasing it and following it and stuff. And everybody thought the little kid was in the balloon. And 
Well, anyways, this guy was just the person who was trying to get fame, you know what I mean, right? So um, he was, uh, after all this had happened, he had made an infomercial for a back scratcher that he had built. We were talking about scratching and itching. That was, it looks like a tree. And it's a, it's called like the bear scratcher, man. And it's like something you put on the wall and it looks like a tree with like branches. And then you just scratch along your back up on the tree like you're a bear or something. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. And that guy, he, he tried to get famous, man. He almost got arrested for that too, man. He, but, uh, yeah, the balloon boy incident, you know, he was just one of those people that were trying to seek. They were also on, uh, wife, wife swap. I think that show, that show wife swap. Remember that show? Yeah, I remember that show. Remember that show? Yeah, they were on an episode of Wife Swap too, if I remember correctly. These were like, it was just like a family and trying to be like, uh, like fame hunters. You get what I'm saying, you know? And so they did the whole fake thing with the oh my kid because it was like, yeah, I'll never forget that man, Balloon Boy. But then he came out after that with the bear scratcher, and it was like the thing you hang up, you stick on your wall, and it's like it looks like a tree, so you just scratch your back up. (laughs) So I wonder how many copies he sold of that thing. I know, right? Probably none. But long story short, man, I would definitely be a, I'd definitely be a sweater than an itcher, man. Yeah, so. that's so funny. Back, yeah, I wonder if he was on Shark Tank, Mike. <laughs> no, nah, yeah, right. These guys would have they would have laughed them off, you know. Yeah. Um, okay, so when you, get, uh, when you get done, when you get done, Google Google Blue Boy. Okay. Out, yeah, I right. I already wrote it down because I'm gonna check it out. So, um, awesome, so my question, um, so the question was, would you rather be always itchy or always sweaty? I would be always sweaty. I'm going to tell you why, because you hit the nail right on the head. When you start irritating parts by scratching all the time, or you can't even go to bed because you're always itching. You can't focus, drive because you're always itching. I think it would be so annoying. So would oh, sweaty. Like, like sweaty. I don't know where the hell I would sit down at, because if I'm always sweating like that, man, you're always in the shower. You're in the, out of the shower. It's almost like, uh, you know, the southern states that are really humid. You know, as soon as you get out of the shower, yeah. you're always sweaty again. You're yeah. like, but you do dry off eventually. But I mean, sweatiness. I mean, uh, that one's just that's Mu- bad. Mushrooms but in I your can... <laughs> <laughs> mushrooms in your armpits. What did you call it? Black, black mold in the crotch. You know? <laughs> yeah. Black mold. <laughs> you that's so funny. Black mold and yeah. and uh, what do you call it? mushrooms? <laughs> and, and mushrooms, man. You get the, that's so you know? funny, man. But hey, you know, the good things about Mushroom, man, is all the women want to hang out with him because he's a fun guy. You know? Oh, my God. Uh, wah, wah. <laughs> that is so, <laughs> that is so yeah. funny. That is funny what you said. <laughs> <laughs> that is so. No, that was actually good. I have no. <laughs> hey, man, I have no. Um, I have no jokes like that. So that was real witty because I suck. <laughs> that was good man but if you don't have anything else for the audience man or for me man uh i guess we call it quits here and we'll see everybody on uh friday or uh I'll right, the next one on friday okay bud all right man everybody have a good one right wish you the best yes once again watch every- the rona. <laughs> yeah that's right mike yeah watch the rona and everybody be safe have a good day and also um look down in the show notes that i have posted all the information about mike and his teardrop trailer and also all about the the patreon and the cash app all right thanks everybody have a good day